Hey everyone, just a quick content warning for this episode on the subject of suicide. If you're not comfortable listening to the discussion around the subject, I suggest avoiding this episode. Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I watched the first half of Heathers. I watched the second half of Heathers. And I watched all of Heathers. And this is is the the other other half. half. Yeah. You know, I looked this up. You know who wrote this movie? He he wrote a movie, that, another movie we saw. Uh, and then I, I thought he meant directed. I don't know who directed this movie. Do you know who directed this movie? Oh, who directed this movie, Ethan? Well, we got to talk about it on the podcast. Are we starting now? Yeah, we're starting it already. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so who directed? I the cue was speak yeah. of the 80s. Yeah, Lindsay did a great job of leading I us into the podcast. I segued like a pro. Speaking of which, thank you, Lindsay, for coming back on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of we're course. in a new house. Yeah, we're all in a new house. New space. It's it's wonderful. We're recording mm-hmm. on a bed. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're moving on the, up in this world. This is the second uh, thing, the second time. We have recorded on a bed it's, before. It's, this is not the first time. Yeah. But this we're, is the first we're time we're not recording on a bed. You made the bed. I made <laughs> no bed. one is going to see, but you still want to make it. I made a great very nice proud of I didn't just shove everything into a corner and then make put the sheet on top. Who directed this movie? Okay. It's so killing who directed me. this movie? Was Michael Lehman. Who's that? He directed. I thought it was Michael Lehman. Maybe Michael Lehman. I don't know how to say it. It doesn't matter. You know what he did? What'd he do? Hudson Hawk, baby. He also wrote it! Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact about... What do I know about this guy? (laughs) Fun fact about who didn't direct it, they wanted Stanley Kubrick to direct it. That would have been nuts! That would have been insane. Because according to the director, only Stanley Kubrick is the only one who can pull off a three-hour movie. That's true. Is this movie No, it's only two hours. But it would have been three hours. It would have been, been three hours. Because he had a whole... We'll talk about it later. He had a whole different a ending vision? sequence. Speaking um, of having like a whole different idea, uh, apparently... Oh, wait. No, it's based on... Heather's TV show. Do you have an opinion on this? Oh, based oh, on a TV show? I literally saw the trailer today oh. in researching this for this podcast. Is it actually going on? Like, is it going to No, happen? it's oh, been it's released... Ne- internationally it has not been released domestically oh, okay yeah. because the um because we know like we're going to get into the dark themes of this movie very much but so. what? when they're going to release <laughs> it um the i think it was the stoneman douglas shooting happened oh shit. and they pushed it back and i think they just released i don't know pretty recently that they're like indefinitely pushing it back yeah because they can't find a good time to yeah, do this I feel, oh, what? or a good country to do this <laughs> yeah, or a good country to do this <laughs> That's the thing. But, yeah. This movie can only exist in the 80s. Like, when this is kind of like a dark comedy joke. Yeah. Dark comedy is very difficult to do now. Before Columbine? Well, that's what I'm saying, too. Yeah, exactly. The the, the bad guy of the movie, one of the main characters, is walking around in a fucking trench coat, like, planting bombs, you know. Oh, yeah. He's 100% (laughs) a Columbine shooter. guy. What are you talking about? Oh, is he? We will get into that. Um, Christian Slater. But yeah, doing the, a great Jack Nicholson I will say, impersonation. Yeah, that is I'm glad you picked up on it because yeah. I knew you were watching the second half. Yes. So I don't know if you'd pick up on it as much as his introduction. See, my, his like, impression of me was he always just was trying to figure out what that smell was. He was just like <laughs> Maybe Jack Slater. Nicholson is doing that too. Yeah, you know what? He probably is. I think it's not a bad no, homage. It isn't. I, I think actually it's a pretty really, good homage. I he was like he's not a good person. He's not no. a, but I 
loved his performance in yeah, this movie. He was, he was good. fucking amazing. He was very I really like Christian Slater. It's JD? He yeah, JD. JD. Jason, Jason Dean. That is that is that is a correct reference. Interesting. He could also been Jimmy Dean. Act, you know, yeah, we'll get into more. There's another uh JD Salinger kind of Oh, I'm so excited. We'll I kind of figured because they kept mentioning books and how books inspired things. That is the reference. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into it, yeah. Ethan. All right, let's get started. So, so it opens I'm so excited. Up with um Bruce Willis and he says, Slurp my ass. Wait, what? No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> Here's did the thing. you write that joke? <laughs> no, I did not. The writer of this movie, here's the thing about the writing in this movie, is... I'm so confused. I know, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm, I'm moving it on. I've seen moving, the whole thing. I've seen something else. Is this... One of the main Heather's characters, she always says, like, the weirdest lines. Yes. And all I could think about, after I found out it was written by the guy who... Directed by Hudson Hawkman. It wrote it. I was like, this is where that person gets that weird dialogue that yeah. makes no sense. I loved the right. insane dialogue. You in this may movie. Rec- recognize a lot of these lines mm. from like I saw them, especially in like scene days, like little like quotes that you'd find on like pictures and stuff. Which is funny because this movie I feel is like very quoted, very quoted. But I feel like people who quote it. Like there's either because I love it because it's so over the top and goofy. Yeah. I can't imagine watching this movie and going like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Like <laughs> stuff like that. It's like, mm, okay. Oh, what was my favorite line? It's it's near the very end. Uh, you yanking my dick? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you pulling my dick? Yeah. <laughs> what, said what, by, yeah. what about fuck me gently with the chainsaw? That is one of the god. ones that I I saw a lot in high school. Oh my god. Fuck, fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Actually, let's talk about that really quick. Lindsay, how old were you when you saw this movie? Oh god. I don't remember. Again, it's one of those movies that I feel like it's I've just always been around. known about. It's always been around. But mm. I watched it a couple of years ago when it was on netflix because it it's still on netflix too. actually it's That's still on netflix still which is like now, which is great it was it's really great that it's still available on netflix but yeah. that's what reminded me of it is because mm-hmm. i think i saw it like offhandedly once but i rewatched it and discovered how much i loved it oh that's cool so like recently yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, i was very interested in when, when watching this movie how like it's like a really strange dark comedy with like the most goofy dialogue i've ever heard mm-hmm. in my life and i love it I love how goofy the dialogue is. It's so weird and bizarre and like It works know, a lot better man. than Hudson Hawk, despite being like in a similar vein. Wait, it works better in Hudson Hawk? No, it works better than Hudson Hawk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. No, Hudson Hawk, man. Bruce Willis living those lines way makes way more sense than weird teenagers who are just trying to find their way through life. <laughs> anyway, let's start off with this actual beginning of this movie, which is it opens with um these three girls playing croquet. One cup. What no? One of them's wearing red, yellow, and blue. And they're playing croquet mm-hmm. with the song Whatever Will Be, Will Be by Doris What? Yeah. And it's not, it's, it is Doris, it's by Doris Day, but it's not the Doris Day version. Oh, mm. no, it's a different version. But I was just like, Doris Whatever Will Be, Will Be? That's what it says. <laughs> I looked it's it up. Sera, Sera. All right. Whatever y'all say, I believe you. I, if there's one thing you guys know way more about me, and I'll always admit, it's music. So, <laughs> I don't even know. I just know French, I like French uh, uh, phrases. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, point. I was just speaking casual French. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> That's here. what we do. Casual French. All right. So, um, all these girls are named Heather. That's what it turns out. And this reminded me of the Ashleys from Recess because that's my cultural oh, touchstone. Oh, yeah. shit. You're totally yeah, right. It is 100% yep. a reference, yeah. Although that was a little bit multicultural, the Ashleys. Yeah. Those yeah. are all just like white girls. Yeah. 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 This reminded me a lot of like Clueless as well. It did. Yeah. yeah it's like Clueless. It's Mean, mean Girls. girls. This, this kind of this started it all. I was going to say, did that come out? 
Yeah, this was the 80s, right? yeah. then Clueless was the 90s. 90s, Mean Girl was like the 2000s. And then Spring Breakers. It's 2010. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I there hate that that has to be in the 60s. <laughs> no. Spring Breakers is great. I'm just, I'm not gonna, I've never no. seen it, I'm not gonna lump it no, in. No, <laughs> it's not, terrible. As a woman, I'm not accepting that into my Mean Girl, Mean Girl movie thread. <laughs> mean Girl movie thread. Um, but the last shot is Rona Ryder, who plays Veronica so- Sawyer, and she is buried up to her head, sticking out of the ground, and they're hitting her with cocaine balls. What? It is a f- absurd expression. Dream it's sequence, if you will. Oh, it's yeah, a like dream a thoughts, sequence. A thought thoughts. sequence. Thought sequence. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Basically, this is showing sequence. that, like, hey, Rona Ryder hates these people. Mm. She thinks they're annoying. Despite wanting to be in the clique with them. Right. So she, the first thing starts off is she starts off and gets drugged into the cafeteria by one of the Heathers. And they say, why don't you write a sexy note in Kurt's handwriting? Kurt is one of the two jocks in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And slip it into Martha's lunch. Martha is very fat, by the way. That yeah. Is the, yeah. I feel the, really. The I, unpopular one. I feel really bad for Martha the entire film. Uh, see, I was wondering if Martha actually came back. <laughs> okay. So. Comes back in a big way. She's, yeah. She's a running thread. <laughs> Uh, so, um, she, uh, for the, so I guess for the yearbook, they have to go around, which I'm like, first off, cool kids don't write for the yearbook or whatever. Cool kids. I'm like, that's a little weird, isn't it? Well, preps would. Would they? Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Cause the preps in my school were super into like, um, Putting people student leadership yeah. and stuff. I feel like yearbook is like for nerds. That's what I always thought it, it was. We'll continue. Cause it might not be what you think. Okay. Anyway, they need to ask questions, um, about like just random questions of people in the, the one newspaper is it for the newspaper it's, a, lun- it's a daily lunch poll that they uh, report oh yeah it's daily okay they do have to get one <laughs> you know the yearbook <laughs> well that's the thing is like she goes into a later scene and then they explain it's a yearbook so i was just assuming yeah, that they're getting everything for a yearbook it's confusing in that school they, the newspaper club does yearbook yeah too. which is i think it's common i think in big yeah. schools from what i've heard no i don't know either you know um, it isn't common yeah, rolling the school up <laughs> oh yeah you wouldn't know Listen, I don't want to be bullied on this podcast. Not, I'll take it over here and just say, Mike, why don't you watch this? That's what house? this movie is about. We formed our own clique without you knowing. You went to high school though, right? No, it was like a, it was a weird, it was like a strange, oh. uh, um, kind of like a hybrid school where you go into class once a week and then Oh, wow. I thought you, I, this whole time I thought you went to high school. No, that's, okay. that's for nerds. That is for nerds. Anyway, um, uh, let's see, what do we got here? So, um. The question is, if you have, if you suddenly inherited $2 million, what would you do? Mm. Or if you suddenly inherited $2 million and then aliens came down and was like, I'm going to blow up this whole planet, what would you do in that time in two days? Ooh. And it's like, whoa, what an interesting question because you're a high schooler. Um, interesting. So they have all the people ask it or answer it and whatever. But she wants to, uh, uh, Renault Ryder wants to go around and ask people, like weird people, this question, which okay. I guess the other Heathers were not down for. They're like, no. why, are you asking, why are you asking like these these nerds and people you know, that uncool. no one's gonna recognize exactly yeah, no the lunchtime poll was just for them to talk to like people they thought were, were yeah cool, were yeah. cool um but so they're upset about that and then eventually martha goes and talks to kurt and kurt laughs in her face and martha runs away um it's really sad it is sad i feel so bad for martha I know. um and then it's revealed that she wanted to be Ronald Ryder wanted to be in the click and that the um heather were just kind of like accepting her and even though she didn't like being in the clique mm-hmm. she wanted to be i guess she kind of like saw the allure of like the power and wanted to be cool it's right. like a survival so, thing yeah it's like a survival thing so but right. she hates everyone in there yeah. but right. then she sees um 
James Dean, Christian Slater, hanging Jason out in the corner. Dean. Jason Dean. Is it Jason Dean? Yeah. I'm going to call him James Dean. But it's Just call the, him JD. It's JD. 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 It's the <laughs> reference. It's the same thing. He's a rebel without a cause. That's true. true. Yeah, he's he's hamming that up. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so she sees him, and they kind of like have a um, like a little flirty thing going on. She's mm. like, oh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. You know, it's like, oh, we'll hang out later. And she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then um, for some reason, what, what was the reason for this? The two jocks come over, Kurt and Ram come over and try to like bother him it's because he's a nerd they they like they were like talking about how hot like heather and veronica is yeah like heather like the main heather and veronica sawyer is and Mm. they're like like just talking about how like hot they are and then when veronica goes and shows interest at jd they're like what does veronica want to talk to that dude let's go scare him yeah Mm. and the whole like running joke with that is that like Ram wants to be like, let's kick his ass, and then Kurt is like, no, we're seniors, we can't do that childish stuff. But let's like scare him and shit. Yeah, <laughs> let's just scare him. Well, so they go over to scare him, mm-hmm. and of course they're like, what are you gay? And because you know that's what you do in, ni- in yeah, 1988, you just call you someone gay or in high school in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School, yeah. <laughs> that, no one's grown out of no. that. <laughs> high schools perpetually just bully central. Yeah, for homophobia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it gets pretty bad later on. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, does it? It's, yeah. Buddy. Oh, does it? <laughs> anyway, uh, and he's like, oh, that's your joke. Cool. How about this? And he pulls out a gun and shoots him. What? It's a dream sequence. No, it's not a dream sequence. They do get shot, but the next scene is the Heather's talking about like, oh, he shot him with blanks, so it was fine. He'll just get suspended. Oh. Which I don't think is how blanks work. Yeah, blanks? Like, if you still shoot someone, you're still shooting you could, someone. You could you hurt somebody hurt someone. With, the, with blanks. But it seemed like you he could. shot them you point could. blank range hard. in the face, which is like, even with blanks, I feel like that's not. That's still a, a danger. Thing. It's yeah. a danger, but it's 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 not good. It's no, not it's good. Not. I'm not approving it. But I don't, I don't, I'd say you this get more... sounds like a stupid question, but there's no way to kill someone with a blank. Not really. Not unless, unless you like point. I don't like, understand like, what a blank eyeballs. is. Like, just, what is it? All it is is the bullet casing without the bullet, and it's so just, it just explodes. It's, it's just gunpowder in a bullet. Oh, so okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I thought it was so it could shatter bullet or something. No, so it could. That's what it looks like. It maybe. could shoot out like maybe some debris, but it's not actually going to shoot out anything. Okay. That's going to do any damage. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fine. Lots of bullet talk in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so then, um, let's see. Uh, the Heather's are playing croquet, talking about it, and apparently this is at Veronica's place. Um, she's the one who has a croquet set. Number just goes over the play. Veronica's play by um, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, my favorite. Yeah. And now. Um, Everyone leaves, and Veronica's mom comes over and is like, hey, let's talk for a bit. She's like, you know, prom's coming up. Do you have a date? And she's like, oh, there's someone in the running, maybe. There's a dark horse in the running. She's like, oh, cool. Well, bye. I got to go to this party. That's another running The mom. The mom. Do you anybody recognize the mom? She's from Gilmore Girls. She is also Shannon Doherty's grandma in Charmed. Oh, boy. Interesting connection there. What are you going to say, Ethan? I don't know any of these <laughs> references. <laughs> but I believe you. Shannon Doherty's in this movie, too, right? She is. Yeah, she plays one of the Heathers. She's one of the Heathers. She's Heather Duke. Yeah, the last. She's the green one. The green one? It's weird that they're color-coordinated. They are color-coordinated. Yeah, it's hard to tell apart. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, interesting. Interesting. So, now, so wait. But, yeah, oh. the green is an interesting Well, they're also all color-coordinated, though, kind of, They right? are, but the yeah. green... I don't. I feel has an interesting thing for Heather Duke. Interesting, but the other question I have though too is: isn't uh is is Veronica cord- color coordinated she's or like blue? blue right? Yeah, she's okay. Blue. That's what I thought. Okay, because I kept seeing her wearing blue. The, the main movie. Heather Heather Chandler is red. Right. Then Heather Duke is green, and Heather McNamara is 
yellow. Yellow. And they do argue over the cocaine rackets. They do. Because the on the white, they want to be Duke that color. Wants to be red. Interesting. And Interesting. She, oh, that might come into play rebuffed. later. Yeah, Very I never cool. play sorry with them. It's always a fight over the pieces. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So now they go to the party. Her and uh, Veronica and one of the Heathers, the the red one. The main Heather. The That's main like Heather. the queen. We should. The queen that bee. she is the top heaven. Right, yeah. right, she's right. the Regina George of the situation. Oh, anyway. that's why the the whole bow comes into play. Let's continue sure. so we can elaborate <laughs> on that. Anyway, yeah. so okay, cool, cool, cool. Before then, they stop at a convenience store to get corn nuts, I guess. And uh, of course, Christian yeah. Slater's there hanging out. Yeah, and Winona Ryder's like, "What's up?" He's all like, "Oh, I'm just gonna talk to you for a while. Be cool and try to like." And I smoke and shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool. Literally, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh god, yeah. <laughs> you're so ch- you're like a little baby. You're like you're a little baby boy. Baby. <laughs> um, so she admits to him, like, hey, you know, I don't really like my friends, so I'm just kind of annoyed by them. And he's like, you know, I don't like them either. And she's like, yeah, it's like I go to my job, but it's just being popular and shit. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Probably yeah. very tiring doing all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes to the party and has a terrible time. And then this is kind of thought sequence. I don't know if it's thought or like actually happened. I feel like it's more thought because she's wearing a monocle where she's writing in her diary. <laughs> oh, that is, Oh, that's, that's a, a good se- point. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it's, it's not a fake scene. It's okay. like the minute they arrive at the party, they cut to like her at talking home. at home, talking after the party. Yeah. And then you lead it kind of like cross streams of like, cross streams. she of always wears that monocle the whole rest of the movie when she's writing in her diary. Cause she's quirky. Is that what it is? It's a, it's I a, haven't found anything first that actually, like, yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> right, right. It's, it is yeah. very, I don't know. She's it's like one uh, of Zoe Deschanel. It's, it's very dramatic. It's very Zo- Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. She's, like, she's yeah, wearing yeah, it, and I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Why? Who? <laughs> who? Why? She's yeah, like the so Monopoly it's, man. it's yeah. like the... <laughs> Her recapping the night and why the night was so shitty. Yeah, yeah. Recapping running whole- parallel okay. and basically talking about how much she absolutely hates the main Heather lady. Uh huh. And and she's just talking about like fantasizing about like gosh, if I just stop her and kill her, it'd just make my life so much easier. And this is like a shitty college party mm-hmm. where she wants to go home. Some guys are trying to like bang her and just being like really gross about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I feel sick. And they're like, Whatever, man, it's cool. And then she's like, I want to go home. And she's like, You can deal with it. And then she throws up. And Jesus. it's like, it's just a terrible night. And um, then while she's writing all this crazy stuff in her diary, I think at the same time, Christian Slater pops up and is like, hey, what's up? They yeah. know this isn't like a normal way to come in, like to hang out. But like, I saw a croquet set down there. You want to play? And then they fuck. Damn. They bang. They bang, yeah. all, nice. bang out in the yard, which I'm like, oh. All right. They play. They play strip croquet. Strip croquet. Like strip poker. It only right. leads to one conclusion. That's right. Mm. The ball going through the. Yeah, a different the, ball the, being whacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he gave her his JD. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do also just want to note that partly the reason she's so mad, one, the night went badly, but also her and Heather got in a fight, and Heather essentially said, like, on Monday, I'm telling everyone you threw up. Right. You had oh. a shitty night, and you will be a social pariah. Yeah, like you were done with. That's us. like a, a usual. That's like a thing in this movie. Like yeah. that comes into play later too. Of like this idea of like, like I'm going to tell somebody this thing that will right. completely destroy you. Or, yeah. So the status. only reason Veronica's friends with them is to like survive high school and right. to like play that part so it. she can get through it. And now mm. it's all on open flames. I mean, Bratz had that same plot line. Too, so <laughs> yeah, it's, high it's the parallels will that's, draw. That's what they we needed to do. They needed to, similar those they needed to kill John Voight. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. Um, now she's like, like exposing herself a little to her more in, emotionally this time. Mm-hmm. And just saying like, um, like, hey, uh, <laughs> I... 
want to say that like I was actually going to go to like this really nice school and I was like really smart, but I kind of just kind of put that to the side and actually I just kind of been stuck playing the horrible game now with these people just trying to survive in high school, you mm. know, because she didn't want to be picked on and have a horrible time. Right. And he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, and she's like, yeah, well, I want to just see her throw up and just vomit like just like I did. And he's like, okay, cool. So they go into her house, which I don't, I guess they go into. He also notes at that moment that he's like, yeah, Heather Duke deserves to die. And yeah. she's like, uh, mm. she brushes it off, but she's like, I at least just want to see her puke like I did. Yeah. Right, right. So they go to her to house. And while she's sleeping in, um, they make a, Heather's house, by the way, both of them, for some reason, Which go Heather? into her house. The, the, the main the Heather. Heather. I know, I know. Red Heather. Um, Ooh, Red quest. Heather, yellow Heather. Red <laughs> Heather, yellow Heather. <laughs> we should have been playing a drinking game for this podcast with yeah, how many guys. times we have to ask which Heather. Which Heather, yeah. It, would be people dead. listening at home. <laughs> yeah, if you could get out your handle of choice yeah. and drink every time we have to clarify which Heather, Heather is. This podcast. <laughs> or this podcast will be a lot more Please fun to listen to. Please comment below on how the rest of your night <laughs> I want to make everyone throw up. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out what to make her vomit. And Veronica suggests, why don't we just do like orange juice and milk? And I'm like, that's pretty gross. Like that if you're hungover gross. and you're like, I want a hangover yeah. cure. Like I want to drink this. Blah. But then fucking Christian Slayer's like, what about this stuff that just straight up says poison on it? <laughs> it's, it's fucking Drano. It's, it's just, Drano. It's yeah. off-brand it's like Drano. Hall, it's like hall cleaner or something yeah. like that. It's straight like up says That's what it's supposed it to be. It pretty much does. That's skull and bones on the front. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, so just it's give Drano. It's She'll like be fine. bleach. You're not supposed to drink that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, she's like, all right, we won't do that. Here, I'll take this. And she goes upstairs, but he takes the other drink and it's like a weird, confusing switch-off thing where they kind of switch the she drinks. She accidentally, because they're in the same cup, they're in yeah. different, they're in similar cups, and mm. she t- accidentally takes the wrong one. And the key note in that scene is that he doesn't stop her and right, say, right, "Hey, right. you." He almost the does, drain and then he's just like, nah, "No." Mind. He looks at it and he knows she took the yeah, wrong one, but she mm. makes no effort to stop her, and, and he she knowingly lets doesn't. Her go. Yeah. So then they go upstairs, and um, now they offer her like, "Hey, you know, sorry about last night. How about you know, I'm trying to make things better." How about this thing that uh, this guy over here made? And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why would you trust this guy to drink this? But whatever. Drink this guy's random juice that he made. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I don't, I'm not going to drink that. What'd you do? Put like uh, hawk loogies into it, which they were actually going to plan on doing earlier. Ew. But they didn't. That'd be so fucking gross. Yeah. Also easy to see. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. Like one little pool. But here's the great thing though. She takes the drink from him, does not look at it at all, which is like. She could have just looked in the cup and seen it it's bright, bright blue. blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Who? What? Because he, sees, he essentially said like, oh, it's too strong for her. She can't handle it. Oh yeah. And it was a challenge. And it was like, a oh, challenge and she took it. And then she just drank it and then immediately starts coughing falls over onto uh, a glass table and dies oh. immediately. Immediately. It's very quick. I don't, I don't know much I mean, about Drano, but... I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I feel yeah. like it would be pretty quick. Maybe not that quick. Nah. I also think if they were to show like a realistic death, it would really... Yeah, she'd be vomiting. Uh, it'd be horrible. She would be shitting all sweating over everywhere. Yeah, yeah, she'd be sweating. Like that would completely destroy the tone of the movie. Was right going now for it's just Ethan. treated as if she drank like arsenic. She drank, right. yeah. And then exactly. Quick. And she's gone. And painless. <laughs> so you hit the well, glass table. Well, not the way she was reacting. <laughs> seemed very painless. But it was quick. It was yeah. quick. Right, so then funny. she uh, was like, I killed my best friend. And uh, Christian Slayer's like, and worst enemy. And she's like, same difference. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, very, very pointed. So then um, she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I've done this. Like, what are we going to do? And Jason's like, well, what if you wrote, what if it's like a suicide thing? Because murder's bad, but suicide. 
this won't be our fault. Right. She's like, so it was established earlier that Veronica couldn't write in other people's handwriting. Yes. So that's why she was writing at, uh, what's his name? Duke? Kurt. Kurt. Kurt's um, note. Kurt's note. Which Heather? <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> Veronica did this. She's not a Heather. She's a Veronica. So then uh, she's like, okay. So she writes the suicide note in her handwriting. Gets it done first draft. Very impressive. Very impressive to get done one draft. Yeah, but great. smart man. She did get yeah, advice. Yeah, we she, really want the movie to slow to a yeah, halt. She did <laughs> get advice from JD though, and she says at the end, like, "That's good. Have you done this before?" And then he says nothing, and I'm like, "Oh man, oh, he's totally written. He's mm-hmm. totally, totally done cool things like this before. Yeah. Um, yeah, super cool. The super cool kids cool. are writing the, suicide notes for their friends <laughs> they murdered. Yeah, exactly. All the cool kids. You know. So, um." Now uh, people are discussing it at the you know uh, school, and then everyone's like, "Oh man, we should get a whole week off instead of half a day." Because like <laughs> I'm so morning. That's what one the Heather said. Um, and then Veronica is of course acting um, totally taking this in stride and takes uh, a shower with completely with her clothes on in the in the locker room. Okay. As you do when you, you have a mental breakdown after killing anyone... your friend. Oh, I just did that in school. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You don't want I mean, sometimes you don't want to change. I get that. Yeah, yeah you don't want, you're embarrassed what's going on. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to see the shrinkage. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, so then, uh, so this is the weirdest part: is that like okay. one of the one of the art teachers like really like thought this the suicide note was like beautiful poetry, mm. and so like brings it to class and passes it around Jeez. to our art class, yeah. and they're like, "Do you need to read this? It's great, and like we need to talk about how we're feeling." It's almost like a weird group therapy thing. Mm. Yeah, it's like oh, a is this hippie the one thing. lady? Yeah, yeah, Fleming. Yeah, Fleming. Yeah, Pamela or something like that. Yeah, uh, I want to say it like is Pauline. Pauline. Pauline, Pauline Fleming. Fleming. Right, right. She's like a hippie hippie lady. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very strange. She comes into play later too. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So now um, they're hanging out back at JD's place and watching the news. And the news is all about Heather, how she killed herself. And she's now more popular than ever. Whoa. Interesting. Um, now JD's dad appears. He's just this <laughs> fucking crazy old construction man. He's a very man. crazy Big person. Big Bug Dean. Big Bug Dean. And, he just, and they have this weird conversation. He's like, how's it going, dad? And then uh jd responds how's it going son and it's just like a weird conversation yeah, it's where you guys it's very strange what they refer to him as the beaver at some point she calls him the beaver later in the movie i don't know why oh. he looks weird he's just an angry old dude who's just he's like a construction Man, worker yeah these yeah. guys won't let us build here because they fucking uh he bruce springsteen to... took a shit here at some point or it's something an like old that. hotel he wants to demolish yeah like, this is uh, a Art society. Where's JD's him. mom, though? Uh, Interesting. They, you should. She, ask. He said the last time I saw her was in Can was what, driving away in Kansas or something like that, wasn't it? The last time he saw her was in I think it was Kansas, but more importantly, he saw her waving out the window. It's almost like that might come into in play Kansas. later. A building Ethan. in Kansas. Oh, Please keep note of that. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's a very curious interesting. Part curious, of it. curious. Yeah. Um, and then they have the funeral. Um, the is the funeral goofy? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All the other funerals in the movie are very goofy. It's a bit goofy. They have um, the priest blames MTV video games. I'm like, wow, that's, yep. a deep, that's a deep cut. May I ask a question about the priest? I know I'm stopping this a lot. Okay. I just want to know, is he the guy from Beetlejuice? I don't know. I don't um, know. Is he kind of fat? Yeah. He's pretty He's kind yeah, of tubby. He's got like black tubby. hair that's yeah. straight up. I wouldn't up. be surprised. I think it is the guy from Beetlejuice because I he, he is he is he the same priest in the entire film? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's the guy from Beetlejuice, Spyro. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, the dude and uh Winona Ryder. And Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, There's cool. a lot of crosses. Yeah. It's also creepy. Yeah, <laughs> there are a yeah. lot of crosses in the church. Yeah. <laughs> um that's yeah, it seemed like a Catholic church. Anyway, so um <laughs> anyways, So anyway. Uh now there's a great scene with everyone. This is the only part 
part that I thought was like legit. I don't know. I, I thought the movie had like a good sense of humor. Like it was kind of like funny throughout, but like nothing I actually laughed out loud at. Uh-huh. Um, but I did like actually snicker during the parts where they're all praying over her body mm-hmm. and they're like saying their own like little selfish thoughts to God or whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh, your tra- prayers do come true. Thank you, Lord. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only person happy about this is Heather Duke. Yeah. Heather now Duke she is, is like the, le- the leader, right? Not quite. Oh, well, why is she happy about it? Sort of. Is she? Well, because I mean, the thing about Heather Duke is she's that the one who was getting abused. She, all the time. yeah, like oh. and she's after like giving her eating disorder, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like Heather, the main Heather has been like bullying her and like she stressing her out disorder? so much that she had bulimia. Yeah, she had and bulimia. that was the thing that happened in the first half. And the minute that Heather dies, the next day at school, you see her like go eating into town on like chicken, chicken wings. wings. Does that, like that's interesting because she later on ends up being friends with the big girl, right? Yeah. Interesting. 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 Anyway, anyway, yeah, so that was a great scene. Um, Then, for some reason, uh, one of the heads comes up to Veronica and is like, hey, I got this date with. I can't remember his name. It's always like Kurt, Kurt and <laughs> Kurt and Ram, Kurt and Ram, Kurt and Ram, Kurt and Ram. You know, Kurt they, Kelly they, and they Ram. They run that that Saturday morning, you know, Kurt radio network show. Ram and Kurt. Ram and Kurt. <laughs> wink, wink. Well, that might come into play later. <laughs> That's coming to play later. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and yeah, so it's, she has a date. And she's like, "What? Well, Ram doesn't have like a date or anything. So uh, can you can you double date for me? She's like, oh, fine, whatever. Just promise it's not one of those nights where they get drunk and tip cows. And then, of course, the next scene is them pushing cows pushing over. Cows over. Yeah. Have you ever tipped a cow, Ethan? No. What about you, Lindsay? Have you ever tipped a cow? I've never tipped a cow. I've, I've never been close time. enough to a cow, <laughs> to, a cow? <laughs> to tip. Wait, have you actually tipped a cow? Also, no, I've never tipped a cow. I was going to say, I don't think anyone does. I think it's one of those We're things We're not that... in a rural area. I did, I did like live in Bakersfield. And That's true. I was next to cows a lot. but I've, I've heard never it was never, I heard You never got the urge to tip? I wanted to. I really did. Every time I looked it up, I was like, I want to push those things over. But I heard people actually don't do that. Like kids, yeah, do Bakersfield kids actually? Is that like a thing that some people do? I'm very sure that it's a thing people okay. do that people tip cows. I was just never took part in. It I feel I bad for boy. the cows; they're just trying to sleep. Oh, of course, but you're shitty teens, so you yeah, don't give exactly. A fuck about so you cows. don't care about According anyone. Modern... As this movie proves. What, Ethan? What? <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. Cow tipping, at least cow as, tip pop, as popularly imagined, does not exist. Really? Yep. They all Drunk lied men do to not me. on a regular basis. They sneak said they were cow tipping pastures. cows. They were probably this is out according drinking. to modernfarmer.com. I think they know a thing or two about cow <laughs> tipping. Modern farm. It's a blog. It's, a, found it's a, blog. a blog. And it's .com, not .org. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> How about a .gov all right, or fine. a let's .edu? Go to, let's go to Wikipedia. Check out Snopes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. It's NPR generally considered article. an urban legend. That's generally that's considered that's an urban legend. So it, it's probably like one or two people have done it, okay. and that's it. But it's not something that's very common. Anyway, keep going. Uh, mainly because cows where are very census, big. I don't know where in the census they're like, and how prevalent is cow tipping in your community? Because I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of farmers who are like, what the fuck? If the people are starting to tip their ta- cows over, like they'll yeah. probably be pretty upset. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> of course you're going to be upset. You're going to be upset if anybody tips any of your property Exactly. <laughs> so I think, it, it, you know, be a police filing. Also, you will be shot on site. Yeah. That's oh, true. very much so. In exactly. a farmer's <laughs> land. Where's <laughs> my property? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, so um, ha- uh, wh- the Heather gets down, starts making out with, um, you know, one of that guy. But then Veronica's like, fuck this, this is stupid and leaves one of the guys. She's not the mud. making out with him. She's getting like date raped. Yeah. Jesus, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. What the that's fuck? That's part. That's and it was a very writer quick brings scene, this up yeah. as one of her favorite scenes just because it's such a dark juxtaposition of her like meeting JD and being so happy. And in the background, her best friend is like being taken advantage yeah, of. Yeah, I noticed it was getting taken advantage of. I was like, oh, oh you 
Yeah. So what is how does that how is that supposed to paint uh, her as a character? She doesn't give a shit about the Heather. To be thing. honest, it yeah, it, it, ma- it kind of makes her. They look- don't really go deep into Heather McNamara at all. She's a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. She, she seems. She seems fine. to take everything in stride. She's the yellow one, right? She's the yellow yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Tweety later on. Yeah. She's pretty, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except, yeah, except when we'll talk about later when she doesn't take everything in stride. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she ditches ditches her friend mm-hmm. um, and her drunk dating partner and finds Jason Dean at the top of a hill. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? What's this? She's like, oh, I told Heather I'd like go on a double date. He's like, oh, fucking Heathers, man. Mother Heather bullshit. All right, let's go get a slushie. She's like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so they go and they get a slushie and whatever. Now, next day, they go, she or um, Veronica goes to the yearbook and they're displaying a two page spread with um, the Heather's suicide note on it as well. And I'm like, why? What the fuck? People like, whatever. Is that a thing that they did? I mean,. If, if, I think it's if play a for student comedy. died during the year, the yearbook would have like a page dedicated to them with like photos of yeah. them. Yeah, right. And, like, but they wouldn't post the. They would not do know. that. No but way. it's also working into like how she like everything about that Heather has become like publicized, publicized, yeah, and, yeah. like exploited. Right, yeah. right. Exploited is a better word. Yeah. And also, it's not even her poem. That's right. Um, also, it's not a poem. <laughs> but that's what I kept treating it as. It was weird. They were no, like, it's, it's like be, art. it's sacred because it's her. It's, it's her, her words word. in her last yeah. moment. Yeah, man. Yeah, but it man. isn't. But it, it isn't. <laughs> her last words were corn nuts. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. That's what she said. She oh, corn nuts, and then she died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She did. <laughs> wow. I have. I recognize that. I was like, man, corn nuts are pretty all right. All right. Uh, so um, let's see what happens next. So they have two state spread, and then apparently. Some rumors came around that uh, Veronica banged both um, Ram and Kurt at mm-hmm. the same time. Which one is which? This doesn't matter. <laughs> Ram is the stupid. Ram one. is a really stupid one. Right. Kurt is like the normal looking. The dude. normal looking. <laughs> still an asshole. Still an asshole. Uh, said they had a sword fight in her mouth last night. Oh the god. Club. Yeah. Very. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, so, so she calls them up while um, JD's listening. And says, hey, you know, I've always had a fantasy of two guys at the same time. Why don't we meet up at, you know, this random spot in the park oh. and we'll, uh, we'll we'll get it on. And of course, they're like, oh, yeah, sex, dude, let's do it. Uh, and while that, she hangs up the phone and then talks to JD and JD's like putting bullets in a gun. She's like, why are we, so why are we writing a suicide note if they're just going to, um, if we're just going to shoot blanks at them? He's like, oh, they're not blanks. And I'm like, oh, they're going to kill them? She's like, what? You're going to kill them? And she's, he's like, no, no, no. These are these are bullets from World War II. My grandpa got. They're they're, they're German. They they're, have uh, poison in them that will like knock you out and make it look like you're dead, and then you'll wake up afterwards. They're called Ichluga bullets. Ichluga. Okay. And Ichluga is German for I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, okay, cool. That sounds fine. Why, in what world does she think this is real? <laughs> I guess she doesn't know very much about. She's bullets. like half naive and half like super into drink. right, right, right into him. Yeah, because of that motorcycle and that trench coat, yeah. <laughs> trench coat and that Jack and that, Nicholson impl- impression, and that Oof. weird earring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need like a couple more earrings to make that look right. But yeah. Like, uh-huh. Anyway, so um, she's like, okay, cool. So now they uh, put the the she writes the note, the suicide note. And it's all about how they are confessing their homosexual love for each other. 
and then Alrighty, JD finds a bunch comes. finds a bunch of stuff that they're gonna leave at the crime scene, all sorts of quote unquote gay things. What are they? As, what are they? Um, uh, the the thing that stood out to me was the Joan Crawford photo. <laughs> They have a Joan Crawford photo. They have well, first it's like a male porn magazine. Yeah, male porn magazine. Right. Okay. Then it is Joan Crawford photo. Um, is there a water bottle? The very a last box th- of chocolates and the very a last bottle thing of mineral is mineral water. water. And then Renona Ryder like defends us like, hey, mineral water's come a long way. Everyone drinks that now. Like, oh, okay. Well, he also makes the argument that it was like it's Ohio. In, it's in Ohio, so if you don't have a brewski, you might as well be wearing a dress. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> So uh, then, full uh, of full of great, just great, great, great stuff. Age, moments age and messages. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Gay panic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, they go to the forest, and Ram and Kurt arrive, mm-hmm. and Ram just goes, "Well, uh, should I just whip it out?" <laughs> She's like, "No, no, no. It's I Ram. think you guys, <laughs> Ram. you guys need to stand, you know, a certain distance away from each other. In these little spots I made for you guys, <laughs> and they need to strip down." And she's like, and they're like, oh, what about you? Are you just going to stay there close? I was like, I'm hoping you can rip the clothes off me. Jesus. And they're like, oh, nice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, girls. <laughs> and so they strip down and then she's like, okay, guys ready? Three, two, one. And then Christian Slayer pops out and shoots one of them. And then she tries to shoot um, another one, but he gets away. She misses and he has to run. And then, Christian Slayer has a look of horror on his face, like, oh, you missed? What the fuck? And then has to run right after him, like, as quick as he can. And somehow he runs him around in a circle right back. To where he was originally? To where he was originally. Well, which one's running? Kurt. Kurt. So not the dumb one. Not, okay. not the, the, the dumb one gets shot instantly. Uh, instantly, yeah. Um, runs around the whole time and then comes back. So then uh, Veronica can then finally get the shot off. So, yeah, Veronica But she has does touch somebody. the body of... Uh, Ram and he looks kind of more dead than like oh a little poison. Yeah, Nick. she's very confused because like she missed and she's laughing about it and JD's like horrified like yeah. oh you mm. missed and she's like no but he's scared it's fine. And that was the whole point of it, right? Because that's what she thought it was. Why JD has to find him? Right, right, right. Interesting. interesting. No witnesses, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So during this time, during the gunshots, there's two stoned cops that show up and they're like, oh, fuck, I heard these like gu- oh. shots going off. Oh, that we gotta go sense. get them. So they run and chase find the place and they see the bodies mm-hmm. and then but they see it and they see the couple and the couple runs off and they are the cops to make it out and that's where my half ended right okay so uh then uh the cop asks if they're naked the cop that found like he found the gun uh-huh. at the crime scene and then they think it's a double suicide they shot each other because they were gay and they know this not just because of the suicide note but because they pulled the water bottle out and they go, oh, they're a bunch of gay people. They're gays. <laughs> and here's the thing: I watched the end half with Phelan, and she thought it was an en- like an enema. Thing. Oh, <laughs> that's like that's why right. they thought it was gay. So that's, I'm like, I don't think it looks I, like a water bottle. That's to too me. advanced for the yeah, yeah. No, no, way too advanced. <laughs> it it's just a bottle of like mineral, just water. mineral, water. mineral water. So there you go. Uh, so then they read the suicide note, and uh, they go, "What do I think of Lacroix?" At this point, LaCroix. <laughs> oh my it's god! It's more like a Pellegrino. More like La Boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh man, what a waste!" They're like so upset that they had killed each other. And so then uh, Winona and uh, JD wake up in the car, and now they're at the uh, school. They wake up in the car at the school, and Winona Ryder is really sad about all this. And so she, they like, she gets a cigarette, and he gets a cigarette, and it looks like it's like a after sex kind of smoke or whatever. But then she like lights the car lighter and it comes out and she burns her hand. Cause she's, I think upset about the whole thing. She just wants to make sure like this is really real. happening. And then 
one of the best things ever happens. Yeah, yeah, JJ yeah. grabs the burnt hand and uses it to light his cigarette. Wow. <laughs> Hot as fuck. I'm like, holy fucking shit, that's awesome. So they have a I big... I felt shame for how kind of sexy it was. very was. cool. <laughs> so uh, they argue and she thinks Mary had a little lamb because she's sort of just reverting into this like, this isn't real, like this is imaginary, it's a bad dream, whatever. And she just blames him for it. And I, I wasn't aware, obviously, how much planning she had in this now knowing she has every right to be fucking angry yeah, at him. yeah. she like, up until this shit. point had no idea this was gonna happen yeah like i was always i was always under the impression like they toyed around with the idea or whatever no like she never wanted to murder anybody he's just a crazy person yeah uh so then um they have a line about uh, this uh one of the one of the heathers whom i didn't know was a heather yet says oh young love seeing them arguing in the car and then one other uh, girl runs up and says did you hear we got the day off because uh kurt and ram killed each other over a homosexual repressed suicidal pact and i'm like oh that's a really weird line to say but it's yeah, really funny that's pretty good yeah. and i liked it so uh then um uh, jd sort of like quells any fear by saying that they had nothing to offer the world but date rapes and aids jokes which is true so right, one of them had date raped right one of yes. kurt had date raped yeah, so McNamara, seen, technically. yeah, yeah. Right. That. so right also, they just yeah, they make a lot of gay jokes, right? Exactly. Like, like that. They, I mean, they, like this yeah. movie we don't does. know how they would have grown did, up, but they are pieces of shit. Right yeah, they now. did. Yeah. They did make. Uh, they did beat up a nerd and say like, "Say suck, uh, you suck big dicks." Uh, he's yeah. like, "Okay." So then the funeral happens, and this is when this movie has completely won me over because the <laughs> the dead bodies. One, it's one funeral for both boys. Yeah, they're <laughs> two different funny. children of two different sets of parents. Of parents, and Bram's they get parents the same fucking funeral. Yeah. And they're, yeah, same funeral. Both of them lying next to each other in separate coffins. They were lovers. Wearing helmets. Yeah. Wearing football and helmets. And footballs in their hands. <laughs> they were buried in a football uniform. <laughs> I was in a, their suicide note as well. So said the PS part. Yeah, PS is how to get buried. And so then Kurt, I think it's Kurt's dad, is like, I love my gay son. And he's like crying because he's so overwhelmed with like how sad he is about all this. And I'm like, I don't know if this movie's trying to play that for a joke or not, but I was like genuinely like, oh my God, this is like very upsetting well their funeral <laughs> is a little bit more interesting than heather's funeral right it's For a bit that moment and the top. little girl moment the little girl moment really comes into play yeah. right that's a good point because then the little girl so yeah we're actually supposed to be feeling terrible uh yeah. so then jd and winona writer sort of like joke like about something to each other and then this little girl looks back at and seeing them laughing at each other and the little girl is just like crying and you see winona and she is so overcome with like how like guilty she should be feeling right now like this is actually a really bad thing this is this has consequences more than just these asshole guys died they had a family and more than just high school yeah yeah exactly plays into the idea that to a teenager in high school like that is all it is that is your reality and the only thing that matters but like there's way bigger issues There's way bigger issues in the world and there are way other like factors it's not about surviving high school it's about like living because yeah they're assholes but they still had a family right still one of them had a little sister right although hopefully it wasn't the rapist hopefully not (laughs) yeah so then um we i see her with the monocle and i'm like what the fuck and she is writing in her uh diary there's a lot of quotes I'm not going to have any that are said, but there's a ton of them. One of them, my favorite one is, my teen angst bullshit has a body count. That's the second thing that's really quoted a lot. Which is really great. And the other one, which is, are we going to prom or to hell? Which I'm like, oh, both of those are just, There's some great little nuggets of Uh, of Nuggets of of teenage angst. (laughs) It's pretty great. Uh, So then uh, all the teachers and staff have like a meeting and the principal is like, look, 
I don't know a lot about emotions here. So Pauline, <laughs> you are going to, you, you are taking over now. You get to just, uh, you get to oh, figure great. out what everyone does. Uh, so then, um, what is it? Heather Duke, Winona seems genuinely upset. Oh, so, okay. So then uh, there's this big whole love in, I guess is what they call it, where everyone just is able to outpour their emotions about things. And uh, it, it's all led by this hippie dippy teacher, the art teacher. And everyone's like, emoting but it feels very fake and exploitative still almost like anytime you have a emotional thing at school or yeah. whenever somebody that you really didn't know dies oh yeah that's a huge especially when you hear he, he was probably a rapist exactly uh and there's actually one part which is my favorite part of this whole part where one guy goes up to uh, the cameraman and says hey i need a vhs copy for my princeton application and yeah. i'm like again you're only thinking about yourself they're all only thinking about themselves exactly because the mrs um mrs fleming mm -hmm. says later on camera that like it was just so happened that the news crew would come in while right. Eleven was having it. they'd called cameras they to called come them in. and then she says don't let suicide get you down which is just another yeah great she line. has great lines about suicide it's pretty fantastic so uh there's another scene uh where jd and winona are at jd's house and jd says hey man she was like that whole thing was so chaotic and he's like chaos killed the dinosaurs man what the fuck <laughs> yeah. chaos killed the dinosaurs darling he Darling. And uh, then uh, he's like, his plan is like, we need to scare people into not being assholes. This works. This is what works. Even and though it's not working. It's not working at all. It makes people worse. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, JD's dad puts in a little VHS of, I guess, a demolition he was very proud of. <laughs> that, uh, that demolition that they didn't think was going to happen. Oh, the hotel. Duke Ellington. Thank you. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. It was that one. So it worked. And we have like a zoom into JD and he's getting an idea. And I'm like, oh, he's got, he's got an idea. And he said, I wonder what he was thinking. Uh, so uh, I wrote down Trenchcoat Mafia's mom basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, she, she basically killed herself by walking into a building she knew was going to blow up. Yeah. And that's why she was waving at him. Okay. Because it was, okay, it, was it was great so because her, he, her dad like or his dad like gave a look of like, oh, yeah, son, that's how it ended. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And right. it leaves open-ended whether the father knew she was in the building. Yeah, not. we don't know. But we he was know. a fucking crazy person. But he person, was still going to so. demolish it no matter what. Exactly. So it almost doesn't matter. And so then the radio comes on a song, Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It, yeah. uh, which is very funny. And JD hears this and he's like, hey, man, they're playing our song. And then he just shoots the radio like fucking Elvis. And then he forces himself onto Winona Ryder. Like... You want to make sure this guy is Disturbingly bad? Disturbingly so. Like, he's Here, grabbing her, pushing yeah, her down. Yeah, she's horrified because of yeah. the two murders that he, like, he kind of tricked her into committing. Yes. He and did. then he shot a TV in front of her, and she's like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. And, and then he just, like, like no. pushes her down, he's, like, kissing her, and then, luckily, she's able to get him off of her and storms out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was insane. Yeah. Uh, so then I, uh, I wrote down the line, me and Martha dump truck, because I didn't know who that was yet. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's the uh, bigger girl. The bigger there. girl. Yeah. Martha Dunstock is Dunstock. her real name. The real name, but... Martha. So there's a picture of Super Red Prince? Heather. No, not Red Heather. Red Heather? Red Heather's dead. Red Heather. So Red Heather's dead. Green, Green Heather. Green Heather is Heather Duke. Right. Green Heather. Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Thank you. And it's a picture of... Green Heather is a kid and Martha is a kid and they were best friends. Mm -hmm. And this is, I guess it's like going to be, it's, it's like blackmail. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that'd be interesting. If like she got skinny because she was going through bulimia because she went through this and she was, she was probably bigger as a kid, you know, yeah, younger. It could be, it could be 
a similar thing to what happened to Veronica too, because in the beginning of the movie, it shows that Veronica had a best friend named Betty, mm-hmm. who was a normal life kind of best friend yeah. she's had, and the Heathers kind of poached her away. Betty and she, and, and the whole thing she's guilty about is she's given up her real legitimate friend for popularity. For popularity. So maybe Heather Duke had done the same. Yeah, and in doing so, she also got bulimia and probably like lost all this weight, yeah. which in, in, in an incredibly like unhealthy way. Yeah. Uh, so this is blackmail that JD is doing in order to get Heather to do something. And I wrote down, uh, in favor to give a gift from Heather to Heather. Oh, it's the red thing. It's the red, uh, red bow that I wasn't yeah. aware of. It's, it's Heather's red bow. He's bone. pushing her to be more of the alpha Heather. The alpha uh. Heather, yes. So Winona opens Heather Chandler's locker, and this is when I was like, oh my God, there's way more than one Heather in this movie. <laughs> oh, it, it, it took you that long to figure oh, it out? Oh, it's great. That? It took a long time. Well, I was only like, two are living. That's right, all exactly. That yeah. So uh, she opens up the locker, and there's a great sign that just says, I shop there for I am in the thing it just goes to show how like flighty uh, uh red heather was yeah and uh it shows that they were friends winona sees heather's red bow on heather the new heather and is disgusted and heather takes something from heather's locker i didn't know what it was what was that she like oh grabs heather heather duke heather duke takes she something took earrings from earrings oh. oh so that's not important really yeah she just it's she part just of becoming something. like emulating heather's look right hmm. so then yeah, uh heather. betty hangs out with winona and um winona says your daydreams are better than my realities uh and then they're playing uh cro- croquet that's yeah that's the girl that she used to be to be friends, friends with, with betty yeah she's like a nerd she's now. trying to like veronica's trying to regress into like what she wants to be right be like a good person with the yeah. people rather than awful people and there's one part where they're playing croquet and their balls are like next to each other and don't laugh you fucking snickered, you jerk. I laugh because you said don't laugh. <laughs> and uh, Betty says... I'm a rebel. Knock me out. It's the only way to win. And uh, Winona Ryder says, it's not my style. And I'm like, oh, that is a character moment. But, yeah. But then... In the beginning, it's uh, Heather Chandler has that same moment with Heather Duke, and she doesn't hesitate in knocking yep, her exactly. out. She immediately does it. But then the Heather show up and scare Betty away. And uh, then we cut to Martha... She's wearing a shirt that says Big Fun on it. I didn't know that it was a band, so I was just like, this it's, is a really cruel joke. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> it's, I thought that at it's first, but both. I remembered that it's the Teenage Suicide Don't the, Do It. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a famous band. Probably, a, it's probably both. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. So she's drinking soda, but she can't drink soda. She drops it all over herself. So then she walks into traffic with a suicide note attached to her chest. Oh. Do you think she dies, Ethan? No. Okay, you're right. So then we cut to Winona. <laughs> she walks into her house. She's uh, there's on the TV is the love fest from earlier. Winona is disgusted by it, and uh, uh, she's like, "They're eating suicide up with a spoon." She wants to be treated like a human being. Uh, you're patronizing us like bunny rabbits. And then her dad says, "I don't patronize bunny rabbits." Her dad has great lines. Her dad has great lines. Their parents are very fantastic. Yeah. And she's like, "I want to be treated like a human being." And um, the the mom is like, you know. Yo, you teenagers, you think you're being treated like uh, spoiled, but really you are being treated like a human being. This is the way it is. And she says, I picked the wrong time to be a human being. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. And it's like... Also, tough loving your kid isn't. Yeah. This is not the right time. It's for that. not, not the right, right now. Time for this. She's probably going through some I don't issues know because yeah. her they, best they friend died. They, yeah, that's true. They do know that. Uh, and the and Rob's just like, want pate? Uh, so then Bad Heather walks in. They always want pate. pate. I, it's a thing. So then Bad Heather walks in, Green Heather walks in, and tells Winona that Martha tried killing herself. 
And this is, and so then she says, "Fucking horrific." She says, "Just another." So Martha didn't die; she attempted to commit suicide, but didn't. And so she says, "Just another case of a geek trying to imitate the popular people and failing miserably." Horrific. Is that Pate? <laughs> she gets slapped in the face. Slapped in the face. <laughs> nice. So hard cut to her with ice on her face, which is like she didn't slap you that hard. Uh, and uh, I guess, oh God, she's just, she's just full of awful lines. She's like, oh, we know that Martha has been calling suicide hotlines and she was in diapers. And um, it, she's like, she says like, it's so hot that she got out of the kitchen. Uh, think of how good this world would be if every Nimrod did that. And she's like, Jesus Christ, Heather. Uh, but then uh, they're like, oh my God, our favorite radio show is on. I don't know what it's called. Oh. Big big fun. <laughs> it's, like it's like ops, like bad probs or something. You're looking at me, but I have no clue. <laughs> something weird. Yeah. It's like it's basically it's a based co- on Loveline. Yes, it's basically a call-in show. You can call in if you have any kind of issues, and the radio host will make fun of you. Oh great! Uh, so so they, it's the opposite of suicide hotline. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a hotline. It's no, a, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. a radio show. So they tune in, and one of the Heather's, the blonde Heather, <sighs> yellow Heather, calls in, and she has this great line where she's like. The last guy I had sex with killed himself the next day, and I'm failing math. My life is a mess. <laughs> yep. It's a great line. Uh, and so uh, Green Heather hears that blonde Heather is saying Heather this. Duke Heather Duke is Green Heather. Is Green Heather. Heather Duke hears this, and she's like, oh, we're going to crucify her at school tomorrow, which is like, dude, that's not cool. So next day, they uh, blonde Heather comes in, and on the board, it says something rude. Uh, <laughs> something rude oh poor, man i wonder what it was it's this poor little heather poor little heather oh. and then mo- uh bespeckled monocle uh winona riders writing heather told everyone about heather and i'm like jesus christ why there's so many heathers so in the movie? many heathers they shouldn't in the movie after time. them and so she's like i can't get jd out of my head and then heather blonde heather storms out of the classroom and uh, uh she so she storms out of the classroom, runs into the bathroom, pulls out some pills, can't open the pills. She's like fucking child protective cla- caps, which yeah. is hysterical. Uh, and then, uh, so then she can't get them open. Winona Ryder senses something bad is happening, runs into the, ki- uh, the kitchen, the bathroom, uh, knocks the pills out of Heather's hands. And Heather's like, what are you trying to do? Kill me? And I'm like, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to kill herself. Yeah. Uh, so then she's like, "If everyone jumped off a bridge, would you?" And she's like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> and then she's like, "If you were happy every day of your life, you wouldn't be a human. You'd be a game show host." And I'm like, "Another great line. This movie's just full of really great lines." Yep. So JD burns the negatives and asks Heather to sign a petition to get Big Fun, the band that wrote Teenage Suicide, to play at their prom. And so she collects a box of signatures. They're all, uh, she even lies to people to get to collect <sighs> the signatures because she just wants to get as many signatures as possible. Uh, she says something horrible in this scene, too. She uses the F word. Um, <gasps> Not that word. The homophobic F word. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They use that a the lot. F word that's actually bad. Yeah, exactly. Not fuck. Oh. Uh, and so then uh, what happens next? Oh, and then she tells Winona that it was all JD's idea to collect to collect all these names. And she goes, why are you such a mega bitch? And she's like, because I can. Why are you pulling my dick? <laughs> it's great. Uh, so then JD seems very pleased about his plan. Uh, it's coming together. I don't really know what his plan is, but it, it is revealed. Can't imagine what it would be. What do you think it is? It's blown up school. Yeah, but huh? maybe there's another late. Le- but where uh, do the signatures come in? Either? Yeah, why? Why are they collecting signatures then? To get everyone to play the band. So when the band's playing, they blow it up at the same time. That's what I thought too. That's yeah. 
So, Winona oh. wants to kill Heather, but she's not happy with JD. So, she goes home, and her parents say JD told them that she would try killing herself. And she's like, this boy named JD came by, and she, he gave us this. And he opens up, uh, it's like a, a letter, and leather, a leather, ah! Heather, leather, <laughs> Heather, leather, leather. Opens it up, it says, do you recognize my handwriting? She goes up into her room. There's a doll that's a, is wearing a big fun t-shirt that's hanging itself. And then Heather the falls fuck? asleep. And then Heather wakes up, and there's JD with a copy of Moby Dick. I wasn't aware what the Moby Dick meant. Right? Was, someone was reading it earlier. Okay, in the movie. no, Heather Duke would before she was like the top Heather. She read Moby Dick, and like top Heather would always like make fun of her make more. fun of her for it. Okay, so when JD oh. burned the negatives, she gave the book to him. Like That's I don't need this anymore. Was. I don't need to read. So, this movie, I'm man. the top queen bee. That's right. I don't, I don't need to read, read anymore. No more. So she brings he brings the M- Moby Dick book into the bedroom and is reading stuff from Moby Dick. He just is full insane now. Then goes downstairs with a knife, pulls the knife out of the washing machine, and then when on writer's huh, it's clean. Yeah. No, it isn't. When on writer says that knife is filthy. Oh <laughs> shit! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha! Gotcha. Bait and switch. So oh. then. She, uh, he runs into the bathroom where uh, oh, Heather already is knocked out. And I'm like, wait, how did she get in the bathroom? And then Winona Ryder's knocking on the door. And then we cut to a funeral. And everyone at the funeral is wearing 3D glasses and wearing <laughs> white. And at the back of the funeral, there stands uh, 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 Winona Ryder. And then dead Heather shows up. Blonde dead Heather. Wait, no, not blonde. Fuck, uh, Red Heather. Red Heather shows Red up. Red Heather, who is blonde? Who is blonde? Heather Chandler. Heather Chandler shows up. And she goes, uh, no one showed up for this uh, funeral. And oh, the life is, uh, afterlife is so boring. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was all a dream. Uh, it was all a dream. Dream sequence. Yeah, I was very, very confused. So then, uh, when her goes down, starts writing in her diary again, pulls on her monocle, and she goes, nobody can stop a JD, not the FBI, CIA, or PTA. And I'm like, ooh, that's another great line. So she's like, I, I want to see how you react to a suicide that he didn't perform himself. So then JD does climb into her bedroom with a gun and sees Winona Ryder hanging. Like, get, she's hung herself. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so beside myself. I, I mean, I was going to kill you, but, I mean, I wanted to kill you and I wanted to talk. And she, he, he reveals. Uh-huh. Why he was collecting those nut those names okay. the, uh, for the petition? Yeah, it's gonna be one big suicide note. Everyone at school had signed this suicide note, <laughs> and then he was gonna blow the school up, and it was gonna be one big suicide. He cuts out wow. the the like label that he put on the paper that says "I want big fun to play" at yes. the prom. Yes. And it revealed that he made the entire class, like, essentially write a suicide note. It's pretty, honestly, it's, it's a pretty, pretty great. cool idea. I liked it. It was a good reveal. Yeah. And he's like, it's going to be like Woodstock for the 80s. And I'm like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> and so then. But it is the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Woodstock for the 80s. Oh, man, I'm dumb. Jesus Christ, Ethan. God. It's okay. <laughs> so then. It's hot in here. He basically just drops the whole plan for this dead body and then walks out the, the crawls out the window again. And then. Uh, uh, Winona Ryder's mom comes in and she's like, oh my God. Ah! And then Winona Ryder's not dead. She's alive the whole time. She had like wrapped stuff around her chest like a smart person. She knew what to do. She displaced her weight properly. So then she goes into school the next day and um, 
uh, the hippy dippy teacher comes up to her and goes, "Oh my god, JD told me that you killed yourself." Very cavalier about that, by the way. Oh yeah, doesn't care about it. I think this at this is, point you're she numb also to says suicides. another line that's really funny about suicide. Uh, whether to kill moment. yourself is one of the most important yep. decisions a teenager can make. That was a really great <laughs> line. Really great. I had to write that one down. I can't imagine why this uh, TV show can't get off the air <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. I can't imagine. It was so different back in the eighties, man. Yeah. Uh, so then JD is setting up dynamite all over school under the bleachers during a pep rally that's going to be happening. And then my favorite character in the entire movie shows up. Don't know if he's in part of the first part of the movie. Rodney. <laughs> Big tea stained sunglasses. Just a weird ass face. Oh, yeah. Long Rodney. hair. Long hair. Short hair. Short curly hair. Never mind. I've never seen him. Rodney? Rodney. What does Rodney do? He. OK, so he's in the hallway and Winona Ryder is like. What the hell, Rodney? What's what's going on? Where's oh no, going? he doesn't show up. Okay, he's, just, he's one of the geeks that like of like at that sees Heather like looking at everyone in the lunch room and like freaks out. Oh, like, okay. I love popular him. girls. He reminded me of me and when I was in high school. I know. <laughs> he's like, She's talking to me. Don't let her stop yeah, talking to me. That was really great. Like this, like very minor acting, but it was very good. Uh, so then, when Ona points a gun at JD, finds where JD is, points a gun at him, but then he just straight up beats her. And then oh. uh, he hits. Uh, then he goes down to the, the the boiler room, which is where he's going to set the bomb off. Like that's where he has like the timer. Uh, so then he she gets up, bruised, horribly bruised, gets a fire extinguisher, smacks him over the head with a fire extinguisher, and knocks him to the ground. And then she picks up the gun that he had dropped and uh, is looking for him as the timer is counting down. And then uh, he jumps out and she's like, "Come on, t- you know, turn the timer off. Come on, like let's stop this." And then he flips her off and then he shoots one of his middle fingers off <laughs> which is awesome Whoa. uh and then um uh, he's like the only place people can get along is in heaven and i'm like oh geez and then she kills him or shoots him and uh then she's like i want cool guys like you to get out of my life and i'm like whoa and then he stabs. <laughs> Bring back that nerdy guy. Whoa! <laughs> you know? Where's then, Rodney and all this? Yeah, no. Where's Rod? Rod- they actually cut back. to Rodney, and he's like up there having a great time at yeah, the Yeah, he's rally. having his fucking life. He just got talked to by a girl. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna stick with him for the rest of his life. Yeah. So then, uh, but right before he falls to the ground, JD stabs the bomb, and the beeping stops. And then Winona Wider rocks out of the school, but so does JD. JD's not dead. Uh, he's just horribly bleeding. And then it's revealed that he has now strapped the bomb to himself. Oh. And he's he says, now that you're dead, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And she pulls out a cigarette and watches him as he basically blows himself up. And he does that. He blows himself up. And this is an interesting so thing. Does he blow up the rest of the school? Or is it no, just... just himself. Okay. Uh, he kills himself. He has like a little bit of a revelation at the end. Of yes, the exactly. Uh, and there's okay. actually, a, it's, uh, now that I realize it's kind of like a tie into the beginning of the movie where they're like, what if you had all this money and you had like two days, what would you do? Like, that's kind of what he's posing to her is yeah. like, mm. if you were about to die, what would you do? And yeah. she just sort of accepts what's going on. So he kills himself, blows himself up. Everyone in the school hears the explosion outside and runs out. But Winona Ryder just doesn't give a shit. She's walking into school She's smoking. And, um, uh, and then uh, Heather comes up and she's like, you look like hell. And when her is like, I just got back. And then she kisses Heather, takes the red bow from her and then walks up to Martha and hangs out with her. And that's the end of the movie. And it's pretty good. Huh? It's a pretty good ending. Yeah. But sounds like Lindsay knows some trivia about the movie. Did you Suggest that there was some other cut or some other ending. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so at the end of the movie, what was going to happen actually is that the bomb was going to detonate. Oh, my God. And Veronica wasn't going to be able to stop it. Her, oh. JD, the rest of the school all dies. 
and she would have been the only survivor no she would have died too whoa and it would all fade to black and then it would be like a sequence at like a prom and it's the prom in heaven <laughs> and God. it cuts back to the way JD said the only time people would get together. People this is a Monty Python This is like a Monty is, Python sketch. No, it's not. Well, maybe. Yeah, this part is. This ending. This ending would it's be. It's not supposed to because it's know. cut for the movie for being too dark. <laughs> Everyone dark. would be at like the prom and like the different social groups would be intermingling and dancing with each other. Like hearkening back to what JD says is the only way these people would ever get together and get along is, is in heaven. heaven. Yeah. Sweet Lord, I'm glad. And I didn't the do studio that. cut that out because it was too dark. It's also I... stupid. <laughs> that's a that's a dumb concept. That's such a dumb concept. Bite, it's bite, so bite, on the bite. nose. I mean, I don't think it's a. I don't think I don't want this concept. But I was like, okay. I, I didn't like, think it was horrible. I kind of like how it ended. I do. Yeah. I do dig. This. I like how. It I was ended saying the too. actual ending is like pretty solid. I think like yeah. it's a yeah. lot, it's made, all these characters changed at the end. It was just like I feel like the ending with the heaven thing is just a fucking cop yeah. out. Like that's what I think in my no, mind. No, because it it the this original ending actually like bring something to the table of like all mm. these people have thought including veronica at the beginning of the movie that this is just how the world order is going to be in high school and like mm. i just have to assimilate and just try and survive but mm. at the end veronica finds out that like the quickest way to break the cycle is to just do it mm. and just to have that be the example so she takes the bow from heather duke to say that like i will be the head of the school but I'm going to be the benevolent head of the right. school. I'm going to be friendly. I'm and not like, gonna, if I have I'm that power, I need to stop whining and just get it done. And there is a nice kind of thing where she talks to her parents, where her mom says, that's the way of the world. Like it doesn't stop in high school. It gets worse. Like, yeah, she says think- a really good line about like people who com- like teenagers who complain they're not being treated like humans are usually because they are being treated like humans. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's that's interesting because it's like, yeah, like that's always my thing about high school movies when you see movies that take place in high school and they're just like, oh no, I've got like a, a big zit on my chin and I'm going to prom. Like, what am I going to do? That's not a big deal. That doesn't matter. Like that yeah. does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Well, I think that's the thing is they make it, they make this movie kind of more towards adults and yeah. like yeah. saying like, what if these actual things that were, you know, like a zit on my face, which does feel as big as it does in high school. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh no. What if it was actually a stake structure, like much higher and like people were dying like all over the place. Right. Yeah, no. they, like they, they mixed like high school level stakes of popularity and mm-hmm. social groups. Right. And, like my behavior with, adult stakes of like life death. and death yes yeah and there's just like a little hint of like man when you graduate high school and then you go to college or whatever like if you go to college like when you go out in the real world with other adults are you a college educated person how much money do you make yeah what is your job status like all these things are different social groups that are mm-hmm. going to break you up jd anyway. like, mentions that too is that like what you don't understand is like this has to happen because this isn't just the school this will be seen as like society mm. like this is a like a tiny little microcosm of, of society, society. Yeah. and he's seeing that which is why he wants to create as much chaos as possible yeah yeah and i think it's an interesting mention too because i think earlier on who asked who if they had written a suicide note before or something uh, Veronica asked JD that. JD clearly seems very depressed and like oh, doesn't yeah. feel loved. And he's, like, he's, well, he's, yeah, he's lost his mom. He's a little bit of a psychopath, a little I bit of a sociopath. Every dude in this movie is like almost un- unredeemable in some ways. Like they're all pretty awful. No, no, completely. But I think, I'm, I, saying- I think I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that's interesting. That's an interesting way to write this is that like every man in this movie is pretty much awful. Like the worst. Yeah. Like, ex- I, I, except. I, I, 
for the guy at the very end yeah. with the sunglasses. Except Rodney, because Except Rodney. Rodney is perfect Rodney's and right. has done nothing Ooh. wrong. Oh, Rodney's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of Rodney. Justice for Rodney. Justice yes. for Rodney. We don't, uh, yeah, exactly. We want a whole movie just with Rodney. Protect Rodney. <laughs> Guide him through life. Uh, Rodney for Prez. But yeah, like... Rodney I, for Prez. Rodney 2020. He should wear the bow. Uh, yeah, I think as, as long as you get what the tone is this movie's going for, I think you can get, you can get a lot of fun out of it. I thought it yeah, was a I really think, fun I think for me, movie. the tone, maybe it was just the time I watched it, just didn't jive with me as well. Like at the very beginning, I was really off put by the tone. But mm. then as I got started watching a little bit more of it, I was like, okay, I see what they're going for. And this actually is starting to work for me a little That's bit more. That's the same with me when I rewatched it for this podcast. Mm. It's like, oh, this is this is kind of kind of exhausting. It's, yeah, it's yeah. exhausting it's moment and jarring and like it's just and it's cool. Like it's but cool it how it comes together. It. Yeah, it settles into it. And I think that also might not help in, or political climate, you know, and that Whoa, sort of thing yeah. where it's like, yeah. you know, social media, man, like that, that could change everything. Yeah. yeah. That like, can yeah. fuck up your whole life. Like, oh, yeah. that's the thing is like in school, you know, like, you know, back in high school, like it's just between everyone in the school. Yeah. You're shitty in high school and that's fine. It never comes out later. Really. Right. right. But in on, not only that, in social media, people across the fucking it's recorded. world. Can like sometimes your you. most embarrassing moments are recorded forever yeah on like a database like so many people trying to get into like uh really nice uh or some people between drafting like the nfl and stuff like that they oh, have, like yeah, their yeah, old yeah. crappy like yeah. uh twitter high school posts. twitter tweets posts and it's or like somebody oh wants cool to, so you're, you know you're judge- guardians of galaxy 3 and then the twitter <laughs> post comes <laughs> 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 oh you're 17 and made this uh we're gonna judge your whole life when you're 17 and you know coursing with hormones running and, through your body yeah so. and you think that homophobic jokes are hysterical yeah and then you know some Parts like that don't age well, but that's also the thing is a lot of this stuff kind of was b- t- it's before it's time. It's hard to wonder like what parts aren't aging well, but or what parts were completely self-aware, but filling into like the darkest moments of comedy yeah. of this dark comedy. And yeah. that's where I struggle me with too. these moments. Because for me, like I, I, yeah, I feel I like do- it's self-aware the whole time. Uh, yes. See, the thing is, is like, it's kind of like, because I, I, I don't think the homophobia was self-aware. I think all the other maybe, stuff. Maybe, I maybe think not. homophobia was self-aware. I think it was. Mm, I, I feel like the was. moment where she's talking about the mineral water and she's like, oh, come on. Like the, called like a gay drink is a bad thing like i think maybe that moment wasn't she, self-aware yeah she's I, like she's like oh it's come so far to like me, it's a mineral, bad thing like mineral water yeah, yeah. there's a I lot of know. there's a lot of that where it's like i don't i don't think that part aged well a lot of the other stuff i'm pretty sure it was self-aware but i don't i don't think i think it was because there's a part at the very like uh, at the very end when they're at the the funeral where the dad is like sobbing and saying that he he approves of his gay son and he loves him you know yeah. like but i think is that played for laughs i don't know it is See, that's played for a part. little bit which of laughs like it's which it's is not reality yeah yeah maybe it is i don't know yeah it's true but, but you know whatever. i think the other thing though is too is like it's so painful because it's real it feels real like you know like if Man, if you're a fucking kid and you don't like somebody in school and you have access to a gun, you're just going to walk in fucking campus and murder somebody like yeah. that's that's going to happen. That's happened, you know, and it's a very scary thing to watch a movie joking about like not, not joke, like kind of joking about it. Joking yeah, about it's kind of joking about it. Yeah, joking yeah. about the concept of murdering, yeah. you know, your classmates and thinking like that's going to make the world better. Yeah, but better. It's, it's not doing it for no reason. No, it no. is. It definitely and is making a point about it. It, totally it is. is. And I think 100%. that I think that's why that stuff. That's maybe maybe it's like hard to watch now, but it ages better it's than hard, like the whole yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's hard to watch. It's just doing it for the joke. Still, like, right. yeah. It has a point behind. It right. has a point. It has a purpose, and it understands the monstrosity. And, and I, I think that's shows. the thing is it, it, you can make a joke with a perspective mm-hmm. that's different than just making a joke for the sake yeah. of a joke. That just shot, for the shock. that shot in the funeral where you see the little girl crying, and you become aware like this is having bigger repercussions yeah. than yeah. just. And that's the other thing is that, like yes, that guy was a rapist and a terrible person, but you know what? 
they could have revealed that. They could have done something about that rather than just murder him because now he's seen as like a good person. They yeah, mentioned this and that's too. The, that's that's the problem, and that's why JD was like, "Oh, it's working." No, it's not no. working. Right? Because it's in death. It's elevating everyone exactly beyond what they were. There's, everyone remembers the good things. There's yeah. one line that I remembers the good things. I didn't write down, but it was like it gave it gave a ram a brain. It gave JD depth, like all this, and stuff. it gave Heather Chandler a soul exactly. and popularity for the other yeah. the first one. So yeah, I don't know. I really I really enjoyed. What what this movie was trying to do and i, I really enjoyed and yeah it, and know. that funeral scene wasn't trying to say that he's a good person it was more no, trying to no. say that like it's it does this movie does a good thing of like setting up like the teenage thought process of like everything revolves around where yes. i am in high school yes. and saying one it's wrong but two like we understand it right no a, a better and it has that moment to show her that like yeah i understand how you feel that right. way but we need to show you through this little girl that like, although he was a shitty jock in high school, he also just was also a brother to someone. Yes. And th- that's the thing. There's better ways of dealing with this than murdering him because clearly murdering him is just elevating him. Exactly. exactly. And it's, it's you not giving just... you the repercussions you want. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I quite, I quite enjoyed this film. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really funny that it dealt with the issues very well. And it was funny. It's a fu- I laughed a lot during this movie. I laughed a hell of a lot at the very end of the film. I haven't seen a lot. I I found it amusing, but it was like kind of yeah. like ha okay smirk thing. Yeah, like just are you, are entertain. You, I was entertained. Well, good. I'm glad you're entertained. I was entertained. I would give it a thumbs up. Positive. Thanks for bringing it to our attention, Lindsay. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for it. thanks for watching it. Of course. Well, I only watched half, but I would watch it. I would watch the whole thing again. I think. I think it's. Oh, it's a, I forgot to mention please, the the yeah. J D Salinger thing. Yes. They wanted instead of Moby Dick, Heather Duke to be reading Catcher in the Rye, that but they sense. couldn't get the rights from him. That makes so they sense. picked something in the public domain, which is totally Moby Dick. Why, why, didn't, why didn't they change his name to like uh, um, M, some MD thing? Because they can still see JD you for is that. just two letters, dude. Yeah, you could call him MD. That'd no, not dog. the why name not of keep... not the name of him. Moby Dick, bro. No, no, oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad joke. You guys went way too into it. We were I in movie discussion though. It's like I've a reoccurring theme with this movie of like people backing out, people not wanting to be associated. Yeah, didn't there wasn't there like mysterious deaths that surrounded this? Film? Oh, funny you should ask. Yes, there were. I heard about this. Yeah. Um, so in the movie when Heather Chandler, the main Heather asks Heather Duke if she ate a brain tumor for breakfast. That Heather Chandler died of a brain tumor. Oh, shit. Shit. And <laughs> there was one... This in real one, life? Yeah, in real life. Wow. The actress who played her died of no, a brain the tumor. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> she clearly drained just, Drano. You just, just told that. I'm just, being, I'm just confirming. Yeah. I'm just confirming. And there was one guy in the... There's just some one, like, normal high school guy. Please, that, please don't be my favorite character. It's please not Rodney. Thank God. It's not Rodney. Um, it was another guy. I think he was on the newspaper. Um, but he he said a lot, like an offshoot line of like, oh, I hope I never commit suicide. I don't think I can handle it. Oh, yeah. No, that guy's great. He's in the, um, uh, he is in the yearbook. And he, he's the one who also said that you were yeah. sword fighting in your mouth or whatever. The actor that played him did commit suicide. Oh, oh shit. No. I know. It's oh, horrible. Geez. It's horrible. Oh, well, I like that, that guy. I, would, I didn't want to bring it up, but I was, I was, I was asked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeez, Mike. Okay. You had the, the podcast was right on the run. Way we're heading towards it, and you're we're like, heading towards no. a beautiful conclusion. And no, I crashed. want to have a bumpy takeoff. We crashed the takeoff, and then we're heading towards the runway. Um, Christian we Slater the runway? and Winona Ryder dated during this movie. I've heard that uh, Christian Slater has said that he's still in love with Winona Ryder. He the 
he was dating Heather Chandler's actress at the time and broke up with her to Ooh. date Winona Ryder. Wow. And what's funny is that I don't have any like details about why or how we know this, but mm. the factoid I, re- I read said that Winona Ryder doesn't remember dating him. Oh! (laughs) But I still want them to be together. Yeah, I really like Christian Slater. I know. If everyone's ever ever seen this movie, he was a quiet man. Christian Slater in that movie is really good. It's like, it's it's kind of a similar tone, like a weird dark comedy about this guy who goes into a, uh, he, he goes into his job, uh, he's about to, he wants to murder everybody and then one of his other coworkers pulls a gun out and he saves the day by killing him and so rather than becoming a monster, he becomes like a hero. And it's a, it's a very strange, very weird movie. Christian Slater plays the guy. Very against type. Very good movie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, if yeah. you guys enjoyed this episode, you can uh, rate it on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And when, while you're rating it five stars, if you rate it five stars, we will read your review no matter what it says, even if it is the entirety of Moby Dick. Uh because why not? Please podcast. tell us how your drinking game went. Oh yeah, if you played yeah. it. I, I, how was? Which other? Which other was that? But what other? Wait, which what? other? Which, which other, other are you that? talking about? Was that? I hope. I, I hope it's... you're having a good time it. now. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't before, now. you are now. <laughs> Red, blue, green. <laughs> uh, and if you want to get hold of us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mike, are you excited for next month? What's next month? It's. Halloween Spooktacular! Yes! Mike's not excited. I'm very excited. Good night, everybody! Good night! (laughs) 